enjoying the show? You can help others find it and enjoy it too by giving us a five-star rating or review. If you feel like reaching out to us with a question or comment, you can send us an email at mywifetherd at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website at mywifethedietitian.com, as well as our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Enjoy the show. It's Rob and Sandra from My Wife the Dietitian, and welcome to the 2024 version of Nutrition Nuggets. Our midweek mini episode to help with quick tips for health and longevity. That's what it's all about. Yes. Yeah, we're all going to live forever listening to My Wife the Dietitian. <laughs> That's right. Or if we listen to My Wife the Dietitian. Yes, and we'll take, take action too. Well, yeah, yeah, no, it's not just listening, it's actually action and doing. So today we're talking about five canned goods for your pantry and five to leave on the shelves at the store. Yeah. It's funny because I learned this from Sandra a long time ago and I used to buy, like when I was younger in my 20s, I would go shopping and I'd be like, oh yeah, the the Chef Boyardee chili ready to eat, open the can and heat it and that's perfect. There's a good dinner for me and and. You know, I'd use cans of soup as sauce and all those things and the the instant foods and you just open it and heat it and serve it. And yeah, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where a lot of our hidden sugars and salts and all the extra preservatives and flavorings and all that is added in those saucy uh, type of things. And that we're going to talk about that. So mm-hmm. let's start with the the good ones, like the ones to try to include. Yeah, sounds- or do you want to start with the other ones? Maybe since we already talked about the pasta. I, I gave them all away already. Yeah, well, not all, but you did uh, allude to the Chef Boyardee or the SpaghettiO type thing. That would be one to leave at the store. Mm-hmm. And it's not so good for us at all because of those extra sauces and the sugars. And the it's just loaded with extras that we don't need. So um, that's definitely on the list as any canned pasta like that is just a no-no. Right. I would I would even say anything that's ready to serve I'd be I'd be wary of whether it comes in a box or a can or a a cup or whatever. If it's like heat and serve, then it's probably going to be not as healthy as something that you have to make. Maybe. As, as a general kind of just Except for canned fruit which is on the okay list and that's in its natural uh Yeah. I guess it's that's cold. Anything that's like you gotta heat and serve, kind of, is my thinking. I'm just thinking of all those meals that are like that fall into that category that we were kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I might prove you wrong. Okay. All right. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's funny. Okay. Well, number two is the processed meat. So like spam and other kind of, they're basically mechanically separated, just the dregs of the factory. Like oh, they you mean just, the, the stuff in a can? You mean? Yeah, canned yeah. meats. Yeah, they're, they're kind of in the same category as the, uh, it's like a processed meat in that, like, you know, the cured meats, just not really, they don't fit into healthy eating, a healthy lifestyle. I mean, once in a while, if you have it, it's just like candy, you know, you're not going to eat candy all the time, but if you have it once in a while, okay. But with, uh, yeah, those types of meats, I mean, they're just so full of sodium and fat mm-hmm. and the quality of the meat is really low, like, cause they literally are taking, it's just like hot dogs. Like they are taking 
the leftover of all the good pieces of meat that is, you know, with the butcher. Yeah, they just like mop the floor and put it in a can and mechanically it, separated. You know what's ironic is now that now that we're in like the 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 generation of email and and all that spam is a thing. Oh right, it, but it's, it's a, a term. It's, it's it's not a good thing, and so now <laughs> there's this meat stuff that really isn't a good thing either. <laughs> I don't so know why fun. they named it that. It's like to me that always turned me off. I'm I like, think it was around spam. for World War Two. It's I been around it, forever. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder what the word means or why they look named it, it that right okay. now. Sure. Okay. Yeah, look it up. You know those meatballs in the uh, Chef Boyardee or the SpaghettiOs? They're actually chicken, and it's the mechanically separated meat that's not even the meatball. It's not like a beef. What what uh, meatballs are those? The ones that we eat? <laughs> you weren't God. listening. No, I was reading. I was okay. trying to learn about I said, spam. Oh, you don't have to answer then. It's the SpaghettiOs and the Chef Boyardee. You know the meatballs are in those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are chicken. Okay, I've 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 done my uh, little Wikipedia search here. Uh, spam apparently stands for spiced ham. Oh, I knew it would it would have something to do with that, but still, it doesn't. I mean, it's in a can. I mean, it's not going to be the real deal. It's going to be some, yeah, just imitation blah, yeah, and it's not good for you. So there's that too. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, fish is fine, and we're talking about that next. No, but fish—it's—it's it's the real deal. They take the real thing and they put it in a can. So that's—that's that's one thing. But this is like some processed, gelatinized meat-ish product. True. That they like you don't open it, and there's like slices of ham in there. Yes. You know that's yeah. yeah it's yeah. All right. What's next? The next thing is the fruit that's got all the syrups. Oh, right. So this is another lesson I learned from Sandra is whether it has syrup or it has, well, what is it packed with water or fruit juice or something? Yeah. If it's packed with water or its own juice, then that's a better option than the ones that are loaded with the uh, syrup, like the heavy syrup. And those ones are always cheaper, I've noticed. So it's it's worth it to pay a little bit more and get the, the ones that aren't packed in syrup, which is basically just getting extra sugar that you don't need. Yeah, yeah. Well, and a lot of times it's with the high fructose corn syrup. So we talked about that in another episode way back and just how that has been linked to many problems with type 2 diabetes, like developing different chronic diseases. It's not a natural food. No, it's it's no bueno. It's one we want to avoid. So it's one to, it's one to look for on the label. And if it has it, then you put that one back on the shelf. All right. The next one is... The soups that are like just loaded with just a regular canned soup, if it's not a low sodium one, it's got a lot of salt. So it's a lot of added salt. And if it's got more than 15% daily value of sodium on the label, you know that it's really high in salt. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Noodles isn't a canned good, but it's a similar kind of thing. Like the amount of sodium in Mr. Noodles or canned soups is just so high because that's where the flavor is. So if you make soup from home, then you can control the ingredients and you can control how much salt you're putting in it. So the regular soups are on the list for one of the worst canned foods. Yeah, they're super salty. 
Mm-hmm. And they have the low sodium ones now, I think, that they've obviously the soup companies realized that their their soups were not as healthy as they could be and it's probably consumer demand, you know, just yeah, uh, healthier people are pushing yeah. for lower sodium options. It's just the amount of people with high blood pressure is alarming and a lot of people don't know they have the blood pressure of like one twenty over eighty or higher which puts them at risk for many problems with their health, uh, including stroke and heart disease. And there's just, it's like a ticking time bomb. So if we eat foods that are lower in sodium, especially the canned goods, then that will help with uh, not having too much salt in our diet. Yeah, makes sense. All right, what's the next one? So the next one are like the pork and beans that are loaded with sweeteners and sugars and sometimes like the little tiny bit of pork if it's, you know. Yeah, the little tiny bit, super tiny. It's just better to make your own or get, you know, get canned beans, which is on the good list, Mm -hmm. um, without the sauces and then just make your own homemade pork and beans if you want or beans with tomato sauce or however you want to do it. But the kind that are ready to eat are generally pretty high in sugar and salt. I was never a fan of that. I mean, as far as eating beans goes, I never really liked the sweet ones. Oh, the sweet ones. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they're okay. But I mean, now that we eat beans more often, there's so many other ways to eat them that are more enjoyable than pork and beans. Yeah, yeah. And that actually leads to the things to include in your list for canned foods, which is the kidney beans or any of the beans, like the chickpeas, the canned lentils, the, which ones do we have? Uh, well, I've been buying white beans lately. They're like big beans that I make gigantes with, which is my new thing, which is just beans and tomato sauce and some veggies. And it's super good. Oh yeah. Like, it's a so, delicious so recipe, good. Rob. I love those. And it's easy to make too. There's like, like, like just a couple of ingredients and then you just cook it all up and then stick it in the oven to bake it for a little bit. But Yeah. So you want big beans for that. So I've been using like big white, is it white kidney beans or are they just white? Might be lima beans or they might be. I think they're called white kidney beans because there's red kidney beans too, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then black beans we use a lot. We use the other ones. Pinto. Pinto beans. Mm -hmm. That's what refried beans are made out of. Yeah. 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 So all of those. And then you can get the kind that have three bean mix or even more than three in the actual one can. Oh, right. And that's a case of it's good to go right out of the can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so beans obviously is a good one. And like we always say, don't forget to wash the beans. They come in a bit of a, it's it's just wet in, it's wet in the can. So you want to dump the can into a colander or sieve or whatever that thing's called and and, uh, rinse them. Yeah, Sanders like, not wash, it's rinse. (laughs) You don't have to like scrub the little beans or anything. That's, <laughs> you don't have to add soap. Yeah. Please don't. Wash them all individually. <laughs> yeah. No, just rinse the, rinse the gucky stuff off the beans and, and, then, and then add it to whatever you're cooking or cook them up or however you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And those are, um, so that's a source of, well, we always talk about four times a week, try to include beans in your recipes. So mm-hmm. in your salads and your soups, your stews, your pasta, your lasagna, you can add some Uh, beans into the sauce there so any way you can sneak more beans into your weekly menu for your family and yourself that will help 
you live longer and age backwards. Age backwards, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, beans are so healthy for us. Good source of plant-based protein. And the next one I'm going to talk about is fish, which are so good for omega-3 fatty acids, anti-inflammatory, so good for our brain and our mood. It's a food and mood kind of food. Mm -hmm. So the sardines are excellent because they're the small fish with uh, very little mercury and they have the bones, which is the absorbable calcium. And then the uh, salmon is a really good, remember the, what's the um, smash? The smash. You do this once, about once a month we go through this. Well, sardines, mackerel, anchovies, salmon, and herring. You got it. There you go. Yeah. So a couple of those ones are canned. I don't know if I've seen, I guess I have seen herring in a can. Oh yeah, I buy it all the time. It's in that long can and they're like smoked or they're, uh, they're kippered uh, and they like spicy flavor ones. I love them. The cat is like eating my feet and I think he thinks I'm a tuna fish or something. Oh, must. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. So that's another thing. Um, don't worry too much about the sodium when it comes to the fish, canned fish. They, it is a little bit higher in salt, but it is such a good for you food. And if you try to include fish twice a week, I think using canned fish is a good way to do it. In addition to baking you know, white fish or having a nice uh, salmon fillet, but canned fish are a wonderful way to include fish in the in the week. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of one of my go tos for my my something with crackers snack if I'm trying to get away from cheese, uh, can of oysters or mussels or whatever kind of uh, sardines fish. Yeah, it's they're good with little as a little snack on something else. The mackerel are pretty. Uh, rich eh they're oh, oily and yeah, yeah they're really good and they're starting to flavor them too i don't think they used to do that like you know i think there's a lot of people who are like oh canned fish that's you know because straight up they're they aren't like that they're fishy you mm -hmm. know if you're just eating a can of regular sardines but the flavored ones um are really good so if if you're haven't been a fan of canned fish Give them a try now because if the flavored ones make a huge difference. It might be a way, like a gateway to start eating the canned fish. I mean, in theory, if you're trying to really reduce your salt, then you could rinse them, rinse the the fish before you eat it. But for the general population, that's probably not needed. All right. What's next? Vegetables. So canned vegetables, it's a good way to get extra uh, potassium in our diet because a lot of people in society don't get enough potassium-rich foods. And partly we know that people are not eating their five servings of vegetables a day, and that's a big way to get our potassium. So you could include green beans like wax beans that are in a can and put them in a stew or you know, that is a way to get the balance back with potassium and sodium. And we did a whole episode on reducing your sodium and increasing your potassium naturally in your diet. Mm -hmm. I've been starting to use a lot more uh, canned vegetables with things that I'm making. Uh, chili is one of the things that I've been making. But even if you're making a, a sauce for pasta, it's so easy just to open a can and throw. I, I buy canned mushrooms because they're you open it and there you throw it in and it's done versus raw mushrooms which require you to wash them and cut them and cook them and you know if you're if you want something quick 
it's good to have a can of mushrooms and they're like a buck a can they're really cheap and uh and they're already sliced or you can have them whole so that that's a nice one corn's another one frozen corn too i use but just having those the canned goods the corn is on my list that's perfect yeah yeah they're nice just like sandra said um like I, I wasn't a fan of, of growing up and, and the vegetable for the night was like canned peas or something. Yeah. It was just like, ugh. <laughs> you know, but adding canned vegetables to your stew or your sauce or your chili or whatever it is you're making. I mean, it's just an easy addition and to get those vegetables in. There and, you go. That's yeah. the key is getting the vegetables in. And I love that you're cooking so creatively and you just love that i'm cooking period yeah totally of course whatever (laughs) i don't care what you make as long as i'm not doing it (laughs) and you're including more vegetables it's awesome i love it you're lucky that i cook well though i know i i know that for sure i'm lucky that you're that you enjoy my creativity because i don't think everybody would because you're like well what are we eating tonight i'm like i don't know i just grabbed a bunch of stuff and threw it in the pot and it is what it is you know a lot of people wouldn't be down for that but (laughs) But you're always game, so that's good. Well, it goes both ways because I have some interesting creations too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. That's fun. It's how we roll. Yeah, that's right. The other kind of interesting vegetable I wanted to mention, artichoke. Mm, I love artichokes. And artichokes are really uh, high in vitamin C, like super high. Okay. I didn't realize that. And they're a vegetable, right? Yeah. They're like a root vegetable. Yeah. Well, they kind of grow like broccoli. Like they grow like up out of the ground and then they're mm-hmm. really ornamental type of vegetable like the plant oh, right. is really pretty they're and like a big bulb or something yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a purple flower and they hmm. grow year after year and get more interesting as they get um more mature but the artichoke it's a heart and a lot of times they're in marinated in oil yeah and that's fine because then you're going to get some of those beneficial phytochemicals that are fat soluble that you're going to be able to absorb them if there's a little bit of oil in there yeah that's another thing that i add to my pasta sauce yes because it's just you get this little bite it's like when you add feta to something and and the feta really stands out yeah um the artichoke has got such a unique kind of tangy flavor to it that when you put it in a sauce especially if there's not a lot of other things going on and oh, and a texture, not water chestnut texture, but it's kind of like a little bit of crunch texture. Like the texture yeah, like is a, interesting. Like a pickle kind of crunch yeah. is not as crunchy, but yeah, no, it's nice. It's because uh, I mean, what else do you, you're not just going to eat them. Well, I guess you could. They're, they're tasty, but. Yeah, they're good in salads for sure. Yeah, they're good in salads or just, yeah, like I said, adding to your, your pasta sauce. Yeah. I like adding it. I like making pasta without any sauce and you've just, you've just cooked it in some, some like garlic and then you're using your ingredients to create the flavors like your artichokes and olive oil olive oil and and maybe some sun-dried tomatoes and and we have fresh you know. basil yeah. and um cilantro and dill oh did you get cilantro and oh, yeah. oregano nice. it, it, the grocery store had actual plants in the winter which is interesting that are basil plants and cilantro and all these great mm. herbs. So I love adding herbs to the oh, cooking. Oh, absolutely. Makes it flavorful. And you're getting some little beneficial phytochemicals and antioxidants from those green leafy vegetables. Yeah, you got it. The other one is beets. So that's another vegetable, but canned beets, um, any kind of beets that you can buy that any way to get a beet in is good because they're mm-hmm. so good for you. So you can't beat a beet. You cannot. <laughs> 
Or you can, because you used to be a musician. Yeah. Or you are a musician. You, I, yeah. you beat a beat all the time. I do beat a beat. <laughs> yeah. I just made how that you, up. How do you make a banana wrap? How? This, is, this is my cheesy musician joke. <laughs> no. You give it a beat. <laughs> that would be good. Banana and beat in a wrap. Do you think? Well, yeah. It's kind of like banana and jam or banana and berries. It's like bright. And that's the thing with beets. They're loaded with those polyphenols, like the bright colors. And those bright colors mean they have very important protective elements for our health. Mm -hmm. And they actually help the longevity genes because they help with the antioxidants and like the free radicals. And we need to get more. That's why eating five, at least five vegetables, different vegetables a day will give you those important antioxidants that mop up the free radicals that help with our cells and help with our longevity and our health. That's all important stuff. It really is. And I think that's the the problem though. A lot of people just do not get the vegetables in. For whatever reason, it's a difficult thing to try to, you know, I guess, prep them and wash them and peel them and cook them and you know but if you can have a veggie tray that you've bought from the store that's already ready to eat if you recognize the vegetable as something that's come from the ground or pulled off a tree that is the type of food you want that you recognize from when it was growing that is like more food we need we need to eat those foods spam is the complete opposite (laughs) that's right this is this is pork. This is ham. This is, I think it's kind of how pink. Do, how do they get it in I the can? I think they like actually that? add. I think they add food coloring to make it look that color of pink. Oh, geez, Anyways, yeah. yeah. So I got off track a little bit because of always. <laughs> I'm I'm really uh, passionate about uh, beets and so the other one that we um, will give you another really beneficial phytochemical and it actually fits in. I guess the vegetable is pumpkin. So, you know, pumpkin, um, not the dessert type filling, but you can get pumpkin in a can that you can make um, different pumpkin dishes with. And Mm. it's loaded with beta carotene and those protective phytochemicals. So that's another one. If you do like pumpkin flavored foods, then that's something to include in your pantry. Is it like mashed? Yes. Consistency? Yeah. Never thought of that. Yeah. And people buy that for pumpkin pie usually? Yes. I wonder how else you'd use it. I wonder if it'd be neat, like, neat to mix it up with mashed potatoes and have a, like a pumpkin-flavored mashed potato. Yeah, probably. Huh. Let's I'd, try that. Yeah, I'd be Good curious. Idea. To, Excellent. We'll, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah. And you can make maybe pumpkin... Pumpkin pancakes. Yes, I've Instead heard of, of those. cakes. That's Pumpkin. true. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. Because those are those know. orange vegetables that are so good yeah, for our yeah. skin and our health and our uh, our longevity yes anti-inflammatory food amazing the other thing is oh my god these are so good for you if however you can include canned tomatoes if it's canned tomato sauce or if it's those well what do you do well both um tomato sauce for if we're making some sort of pasta but Often I'll use uh, the stewed tomatoes, like they're Italian-flavored, seasoned... Like diced tomatoes, tomatoes or diced. stews. Yeah, I like the diced because then they're not big, huge chunks of tomato. They're like small, diced. And it's, yeah, it's good for... I put it in my chili. The gigantes beans that I was talking about before, that's all it is, is, is I put some frozen vegetables, 
heat them up. I add the, the stewed tomatoes and then I add the beans, mix it all up, throw it in the oven. And it's like 10 minutes later, you're eating I'm gonna, it. So I'm going to record you while you are, are cooking. We are, you are recording me. I know, but I want to see a visual of that. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. Someday we'll get to that. So yeah, tomatoes are so good. Do you remember what's in the tomato that makes it so unique? Like a bean. Yes. Oh yeah. Like a yes, bean. Yes. It's so good. It's so good for men, women, everybody. It's uh, There's lots of evidence that it can help reduce the risk of prostate cancer. So... A serving and a half a day of some sort of lycopene-rich food, right. um, 10 servings a week, it's really one big step into preventing prostate cancer. Yeah, that's good to know. I think we've done five. That's it? Five of the good ones. I'm going to run through them again. Okay, we got lots of time. It's fine. Fish. Did we start with fish or did we start with beans? We started with beans, but you can start with fish. Okay, Beans. Fish, <laughs> fruit that's in its own juice, vegetables that aren't all sauced up, that are just canned vegetables, including those artichokes, those beets, corn, and pumpkin, mm-hmm. and canned tomatoes, which is another vegetable, but it's one that we had to say separately because it's so good and it's really important to try to include that in your pantry for your meals. You know what I like about canned vegetables is they're cheap. You just like load them up. It's yeah. Not, it's not one of those things where like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. It's too expensive to eat healthy. Yeah. And you know, that's the thing with these canned foods that we're talking about. A lot of them, like you mentioned, the mushrooms are super cheap, but canned fish isn't very expensive. Canned beans aren't very expensive. The SpaghettiOs and Chef Boyardee, they're also cheap, but they're not a well, good not idea. That, they're not that cheap. Okay. They're like three fifty a can for like, if it's one of those like canned meals. Yeah. So yeah. those are the ones to leave on the shelf, to leave at the store. Don't bring them into your home. They're just not going to add any benefit to your weekly menu. Exactly. All right. Is that it then? That's it, Rob. That's all we've got. All right. Well, hopefully you found this helpful. And we will have more information on our website if you want to check that out. It's mywifethedietitian.com. I think I found the recipes that you were talking about helpful. That was awesome. The Gigante, I love those. I know. We'll try to figure out a way to get that out to everyone, either a little video like Sandra's threatening to do, or she'll just be standing in the kitchen one day filming me, and I'll be like, what the heck are you doing? Put that away. And then it'll be on YouTube the next day or something. And the naked chef. The na- no, I'm just yeah. joking. <laughs> the not quite naked chef. Or I'll put some clothes on. I'm going to be putting this on YouTube. Yeah. I'm going to have no. to watch my back. That's already been done, the naked chef. Yeah, I'll have to come up with something different. We'll have to ask Jamie Oliver on the show. Yeah, he's a, he's on our like to, to get list. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Guests to One get. Day. He'd be fun to talk to. Yes. Yeah, well, that'll be our goal for the year. Yeah, we are actually talking to a culinary medicine expert. We've talked to him and it's coming out on Monday. So that'll be a really awesome one to listen to because it's all about how he teaches doctors how to, and other healthcare professionals, how to cook for health. Mm-hmm. He's a dietitian and a chef. And a PhD. And, and yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a whole bunch of credentials. So yeah, that was a good interview. That'll be out next Monday. Any kite boards. Any kite boards, <laughs> which is what we do. So there's that too. All right. Any questions you have for us, shoot us an email, mywifetherd at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Uh, you can also 
connect with us through there or leave us a comment or a thumbs up or a like or however that works. We like them all. And don't forget to rate and review the show. That always helps us too. If you feel like leaving a review, that would be helpful too. So, And we have a ton of guests that we have lined up for the new year. So we'll be giving you lots of good information in the weeks to come. And I'm looking forward to connecting with all of those guests. Mm -hmm. As well, we've got a bunch of other new things coming up that we will uh, share with you soon too. So in the meantime, have a great week, everyone. And we will talk to you all on Monday. Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. Thank you.